0: Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of The Spectator Report. woo Hi!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we are a New York area sports podcast talking mostly about baseball. We're going to give you 30 to 45 minutes of uncut, unfiltered, and uncensored content. You can find this podcast on Spotify and Anchor, and make sure to check out our extra content on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So, my name is Taylor Brennan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Levi Mavorhes. Wait, did I say that wrong? No, you're good. Mavorhes. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah, just yeah. talk that hey. out. For a second, I was like... Cut oh, it. God. Cut it. <laughs> okay. So... I'm joined by my co hosts, Levi Mavorges, Alex Rosenbaum, and Drew Washington. Levi, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Thank you for that glowing introduction, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> I am a former washed up baseball player through 80 Poo and just looking to kill some time on the weekends, talk a little baseball, and, uh, and, and have some fun. So thank you for having me.
1: Hi, I'm Alex. Um, I was born in New York, raised in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm a lawyer, a uh, lifelong Yankees fan, uh, also a fan of the Nationals since they moved to D.C. and the Royals for sentimental reasons. Um, and I played very amateur baseball uh, in Milwaukee for about four years as a part of an adult league there.
3: All right. Uh, my name is Drew Washington. Um, I would just say I'm a baseball fan. My playing career is uh, nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, and I grew up in upstate New York and then have moved out West now. So currently I live in Texas.
0: And like I said, my name's Taylor Brennan. I'm a sports journalist and graduate of Penn State University. I've worked with Penn State Athletics, the Big Ten Network and ESPN, and I am a huge Philly sports fan. So now that I feel like we've all gotten to know each other, let's dive into today's episode. So let's start talking with the Yankees. So they seem to always be in the bridesmaid, but never the bride situation. They've definitely had their fair share of World Series attempts, but can't really seem to clench that title, not at least since 2009. What do you guys think the Yankees can do next season with their lineup to really put forth the effort into getting that World Series trophy again?
2: Um so, thank you so oh go ahead.
1: No no go ahead. Absolutely go ahead.
2: I was going to say thank you so much Taylor for uh, bringing up the Yankees because if there's one thing we know in baseball it's the Yankees do not get talked about enough. So <laughs> thank you so much for bringing them up. Oh
0: you're welcome.
2: Um so. I mean in in my opinion it's mostly just it's not necessarily the lineup I know. I know uh you know Aaron Boone and and the and the current lineup gets a lot of crap for bringing in you know Garrett Cole and all these all these big name free agents that uh, that are supposed to get them over the top and they never do but I mean looking at the lineup really the only the only down spot has been uh, you know Gardner and Sanchez this past year but shortened short in season so I wouldn't worry too much about it I think it's more about staying healthy and making sure that you know you can you can do what you need to do to get Stanton and Judge through you know 162 with you know only missing games here or there as opposed to missing big chunks of the season
1: So for me, I think I take a bit of a different approach. Um, The the first thing that I would do is I'd I'd bring back uh, LeMahieu. I I think he was a big part of that team. And I think it's going to be tough to to fill that spot. Um, I thought a lot about this and and I would actually trade Sanchez. I know when we talked, you know, we we all had like uh, our conversations earlier. And I said that I was somebody that doesn't like to let go of the sentimental players, but. I, I would trade Sanchez and I think he could go to, we could trade him to Philadelphia. I don't particularly care what we get back in return. Um, they need a catcher and they have no money at all at this point. Uh, and, and I would pick up Real Muto as a, the, the extra piece to, to be the, the main catcher. And I think I would go with pretty much the same lineup that we had last year, but add Real Muto instead of um, uh, Sanchez. That's what i do.
3: So I kind of, uh... Strategize a little bit on this uh, because I was tired of seeing the 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 strike out or the home run every single time. So basically, what I did, I did a one through nine. I did LaMay resign. resigned. I moved him back to shortstop. I put Judge batting second, Hicks third, like his walks. Um, Stanton back to cleanup because he looked good in the playoffs. I scratched Luke Voigt, so I traded him away. Actually, on my notes, I traded him for Lance Lynn with whatever <laughs> else we need to throw in to get him. <laughs> I picked up La Stella via free agency, and since he could play all over the place, I put him at first. Um, and I feel like because he's like a Lemayhu type where he just gets on base, hits the ball wherever it needs to be hit. I kept Urshela at third. I put Torres back in. And I swapped out Gardner for uh, Fraser because Frazier, his best speed. And I just said, screw the catcher position. And I'm back to H- Higashioka because I just feel like let's stop. Let's stop trying to uh, get an all-star position and let's just get the fielding right there.
1: So so I did a one through nine also, and, and ours are actually pretty similar. Um, uh, you know, one through four are the same. I have Voigt batting fifth, uh, Real Muto sixth, uh, Torres seven fraser eight and then uh ruchella ninth so uh, they're, they're somewhat similar to, to what you had in mind i true i think that we need a good catcher i think the yankees need a good catcher i i Hishioka is serviceable but I, I don't think he's the main guy that we want out there at least in my opinion I, I wouldn't being the 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 support the moral support the coach the the everything for the pitchers on the mound i, I I'd rather have, have somebody with a, a little bit more experience, a little bit more um, capability. I guess that's not giving him a fair shot, but that's, I don't trust Sanchez to do it anymore. So that's why I'd, I'd take Real Mito. He's available, and I, I don't, there's no other better catcher out there at the moment right now that I, I think that was feasible that we could get.
2: Drew, who, so who, Drew, who did you say you were going to give up for Lance Lynn? Luke Voigt? Oh. and he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he said
1: Lance Lynn. Uh, that, that's what he said. Um, L- but
2: Lance and, Lynn for – who was who he going to give up again?
1: He said Voight and then anybody else that, that we would have to give up to get him.
2: But – and that's the thing. Like, I mean, Lance Lynn, I was looking, looking at his stats, 89 punches in, in 84 innings. Like, that's – that'll, that'll – I mean, I don't want to say that'll play in Yankee Stadium because – it's, I mean, it's a, it's a crackerjack box, but I mean, you can, you can get by. Uh, he might, he might see a little bit, little jump in numbers from, from this year, spe- you know, going, getting another year older and, and, uh, and, you know, getting, losing a little bit on the fastball. But I mean, obviously he had a good, he had a good 2020 and a, 89 strikeouts and 84 innings. You can, that'll play in Yankee Stadium. But I mean, who, I mean, do you, you really think the Rangers are going to, are going to pick up, pick up, Void for Lynn straight up when they have Joey Gallo already like you know I'm not I'm not sure that they're going to want to they're going to want to take that trade
1: so and, and I don't for what it's worth mentioning um, the Joel Sherman you know the MLB insider in the New York Post said that the Yankees weren't rushing to fill a starting position a starting pitcher spot so I, I, I don't know if Lance Lynn might be the piece that we're looking for um, he certainly you know we could use some starting rotation help but I'm not sure that he's a piece that for me that, that wasn't what was missing uh in, in last year. So
2: I I I think I mean with and this kind of steps on the toes of, of um later on in the show, but um just to kind of tease it, like Blake Snell, he's he's out there He's out there, and and you can get him for for a little bit cheaper than you would a Bauer or uh, or you know a little bit cheaper than free agency currently because he's still on that deal with the Rays. So I, I think you don't you don't like that, Alex.
1: It's not that I don't like it. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to trade him to a division rival. I, I that's that's my opinion. If there's one I, thing, I think that... it would be fantastic <laughs> if they could, but I, I don't think he's going to a division rival.
2: If there's one thing the Rays proved this past World Series, it's that they don't care about the emotions and the division rival. (laughs) (laughs) Purely numbers.
1: Well, he is their second-highest paid player. Um, Shockingly, at 11.1 million, uh, second second-highest paid player. Uh, So maybe they really want to get that off the books and they'd be willing to do it for the Yankees. I'm just – if I'm the Rays, I don't know if I'd trade it to a division rival.
2: Mike might – Might have to get some replacement pacemakers down in Tampa if they do that for, for the Rays fan
1: base. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Back with us, Drew?
3: Yes, yes. Yeah. I was I was trying not to interrupt because I don't know what details <laughs> were missing. Oh no,
1: no. We were talking about your plan of Lance Lynn and, oh, and okay. went from there.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, I just like his uh, I'm not I'm not just I know he's not like a marquee guy to anybody, but I think that if we're going to have Garrett Cole as like our guy, I think that Lance Lynn is a good sidekick for that situation because I feel like he's, he's a kind of like a, you know, like an enforcer type kind of guy. I feel like he's, I think you need somebody like that in the rotation. I feel like I, I, think we do best when we're villains to some degree.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think we're like the nice guy on the field type of team. So that's what I kind of want to get some of that back. Um, because.
1: So, I, I, this is kind of along with that. So you bring in Lance Lynn, uh, you're not bringing back uh, Tanaka then?
3: No. No. Yeah. I mean,
2: less Tanaka is willing to take $5 million, which. so so, and and i asked alexis i mean after you dropped off drew but so you said you said voight for lynn is is the deal you have in mind
3: void with uh, extra pieces so like if we have to throw in some 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 uh some farm system guys we'll have to do that because i know that yeah, like you were saying, they got depth at first base, but also to think about think about this is Gallo is field too. He just won a Gold Glove, I think, in like right field or left field, and so he's I feel like if they can, they could because uh, Voigt doesn't have a pretty heavy contract, so I feel like, and they like power, obviously. So I think that it would be a pretty good fit, you know, because I don't I don't see Luke Voigt as like a long long-term solution even if the Yankees kept him I feel like they're still gonna be looking
2: I I'm just surprised that I mean the dude led the league in bombs last year you don't you don't want to keep that on he could hit he I mean he could hit 200 for I mean if he hit 50 I mean what he what he had this year would would you know equate out to about 50 home runs you don't want that in your lineup every day no I want I want <laughs> a guy that hits three Three ten, three oh five. 305 <laughs> with, give me the with, doubles. I'll take the doubles. With, well, I mean, I, I, you think he's going to hit a lot of doubles? And I mean, yeah, that's that's literally DJ LeMayhew and that's 20, that's why I want Listella 20, 20 plus twenty plus million a year. If you if you got a guy hitting over three hundred with with doubles, I take it.
3: Point. I want to go back to. We got two guys that hit home runs, and everybody else gets on the base and hits it's for
1: average. Can can I throw a curveball in this conversation? So look, we we all know what's going on with the the virus and everything, but the the teams, from what Major League Baseball and the owners are saying, the teams have lost a lot of money. I think uh, the the, uh, managing partner, the primary owner of the Phillies said that they lost $2 billion last year. So I guess my question is, we're all used to the Yankees having at least more money than everybody else, but realistically, how how much money can we expect them, any of the teams, to spend right now? Like, if you're the Phillies and you lost two billion dollars, I, I can't imagine what the Yankees have lost or or the Dodgers have lost. Like, in that's it has to be significant money. So what? I guess my question is, how how deep are the the pockets this year or the year after? Trades might be the way that we have to go.
3: I think that they got it shed definitely they're not going to pick up all those salaries they just had they can't go to 218 million dollars i don't think that's a possibility
1: and it 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 kills me the amount of money we've spending on stanton and and you know basically two injured seasons
3: it's we just traded brutal we traded freaking ellsbury's shitty contract for stanton's shitty
1: contract yes yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: i think talking about the pandemic and everything is kind of a good segue into the blake snell trade i mean tampa is obviously very strapped for cash at the moment and honestly i think that's why they're trading him um do you think like this is the reason or do you think they're just looking to to change things up what do you think is uh, what's happening with Snell?
1: And so I think for Snell, I think a lot of it is, is the money. Um, I, I read uh, the Tampa Bay, they're not getting the 50 million that they normally get in revenue sharing. And mm-hmm. that, that's a large chunk of their payroll right there. Uh, if The highest paid, second highest paid payer you have is point one po- 11.1 million, <laughs> So, so I, I really think they're just oh trying to, to shed money off the books. And if I'm Tampa Bay, if, 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 if he's going to go anywhere, I think – San Diego, the Cubs, or, or the Mets are the three places that he could end up.
2: Not the Yankees.
1: No, I, I don't think he, again. I'm going to stick with I don't think they're going to give him their division rival. But that's I don't know. Tampa I, might surprise us.
2: I mean, in terms of in terms of the owners crying poor, I yeah, obviously you know every organization every organization took a hit, but but I I really think that I mean the Rays may be a little separate. Separate of a case than than the Phillies with Real Muto, but Real Muto, but like they're I think they're using this as as a chip to say, you know, don't get mad at us fan base. We had, you know, our hands our hands were tied. You know, we we had another choice. Like, like
1: I, I don't know if I'm Tampa. They don't have a fan base, so they don't have anybody. No, and that's and that's, <laughs> and that's and that's and that's what
2: I'm saying. Like the Rays, it may be more a little more applicable than than with the Phillies, but like in terms of across the board. I feel like you're going to see a lot of organizations use this as a, as a, you know, card to play. So to kind of explain to their fan bases, like, Hey, we, we had no other choice, but what, when in reality, they were just trying to, you know, trying to explain away a move that in in other, in other years would the fan base would be very upset about. So
1: I also think it's a perfect opportunity for the owners to try to use it to their advantage, to bring the salaries down. Oh yeah, We don't have the money. We don't have the money. So um, they're going to, I think that's what they're going to try to do with this as well. Is- well,
2: you, yeah, you saw it in negotiations before the season, you know, was able to get going. Like they were, they were saying, Oh, you know, we're, we're losing so much money, but we're not going to show you our books. Like, no, no. Like any, that's like the, I mean, like, again, that's like the Yankees saying, Hey, you know, there's a sealed letter, but it doesn't have anything in it, but don't open it. Okay. <laughs> just, just don't just trust us. It's fine. It's fine. Like, you know, if, if you're if you're uh, you know if you're dating somebody and, and they say, hey, can I have your phone, and they say no, like <laughs> no, <laughs> like that's not gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah, there's that's fine. You know, I'm not worried about that at all. <laughs> also,
0: Who to you- st-
2: stare. Go ahead. Oh no, it's. I was, right.
3: saying, I was saying staring at uh, Snell's numbers. There, I think it's kind of a genius move for them to put them on the trade block because people are going to be in love with this 21 and five 2018 and forget about 2019 where he was like injured. So I think that they can get basically probably more than he's worth trading him now than if they kept him and then he got hurt again or, you know, whatever, anything could happen. I think that they, they kind of are in a situation where they can look, people will look, at two years back as the indicator of the, uh, of how good he is, where well, you don't get that opportunity, you know, unless there's a pandemic.
0: So let's move on to a little bit of a scandal. So Mets second baseman Robinson Cano has just been suspended for the entire 2021 season after testing positive for a performance enhancing drug. This comes after being suspended for 80 games back in 2018 for the same thing. What do you think his future looks like in the MLB?
1: Uh, it, uh, what okay. future? Uh, right. I'll start with this. <laughs> it's a good thing he has a contract that's good for like another three or four years at 24 million a year. Cause I, I can't see him making that kind of money anywhere after this. I think he really, he had at least a chance at the hall of fame with the, you know, he got the first pop. I think he has a chance at the hall of fame. This one just kills it. Absolutely. I
2: you think he had a a chance after testing positive for PEDs uh, like uh, come at on i mean look
1: of- at the but if you look at the hall of fame list now and, and the number of people that have have tested like or named in the Mitchell report let's put it that way named in the Mitchell report that that are on the ballot maybe
2: but that's what i'm saying like they they were named in the Mitchell report they never actually tested positive Barry Bonds he i mean correct me if i'm wrong but he never actually Tested positive for performance-enhancing drug. Is that? I mean, that's correct, right? i'm so
1: I, I believe that is correct. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna look that correct. up.
2: But I mean, without without a question, the greatest hitter of all time, never tested positive for performance-enhancing drug, and he's not in the hall he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, come on, Alex.
1: <laughs> I know. I I mean, I and uh, attitudes.
2: Yeah, I mean. And to go off that, the fact that the first time he you kind know, tested positive, he said it was doctor prescribed. Like, oh, I didn't know. Like,
1: come on, man. So did it, I was wondering, did you guys see a statement put out from him from this one? Because I didn't see one and I was looking. No, not uh, yet. His okay. Focus. And this was earlier, in, I think a couple of days ago that he got popped. And so I would, I would think, I don't know, I would have put a statement out. I don't know. I, if I'm the Mets, I'm excited because I just got $20 million I wasn't expecting to have. And if I'm Seattle, I got excited too because they're because oh, yeah. they're paying three, uh, three, 3.75 million to the Mets each year for for Cano, so they're excited that they just got four million dollars back. But I can't, I can't imagine thinking that the 2021 Mets are worth 24 million dollars to me personally. That's just me. I, I that's a lot of money to just say. No, I'll, I'll risk it, but. I'm not in that situation. It's, it's easy for me to say that I'm not in that situation.
2: Yeah, no, he hasn't. I I'm looking up. I haven't, I haven't been able to find a statement from him. Um, I think he's just holed up in his house, counting his money and (laughs) saying, well, I got out. I'm done. Like I, I, yeah, he, the, the fact that he, he got popped again, like after, after, uh, the, like the arbitrary apology after, after getting popped the first time and for, I mean, and not just for Cano, but for any player always cracks me up because it's like, just, I mean, you, you know what you put in your body. If you're, if you're a big leaguer, it's okay. Like you, you know, if that's something that you chose to do, you got paid. Like just, just admit it. Like the, the, Oh, I took it for like an anti-inflammatory just to, you know, I just had to get back. It's like, you know, you, you, you knew what you were doing and that's okay, but just, just come clean about it. You know?
1: The, the other thing I'd like to mention from Yankees fans perspective, I remember reading uh, a few comments, which, you know, is always the NLB all of everything, but a few comments when, when the Yankees got rid of Melky Cabrera, they were really, there were some Yankees fans that were excited that Cabrera was gone because they thought he was a bad influence on Robinson Cano. Turns out, maybe you didn't you know you could probably be the bad influence anyway maybe it was robinson cano the whole time i i don't know but from the, i remember a bunch of yankees fans saying that they were glad that that potential influence was not on cano but jesus
2: i mean i i mean <laughs> it there i mean nobody's going to like talk you into taking taking peds like you're not going to be like no man i've never done it before and someone's like hey you know you should, you know, you should, you should give it a try and then be like, Oh, okay. You know, like it you're gonna, and you're gonna, you're gonna do, you're gonna do it one way or the other. Like you have, there's so much access to this, you know, to these types of, to these types of stimulants and these types of drugs, like you're either going to do it or you're not, there's no like one player that, that, you know, tips the scales and, and has that much influence on, on someone else's career. Like, you it's always available and if you know if you if that's something you choose to do and and you can you can handle the consequences then then by all means you know then go for it and and see if you can get your money before you get caught but um but the fact that you're he you know the first time he said a doctor prescribed like there's i i had no idea or you know it was for it was for i think it was he said it was for high blood pressure like <laughs> really <laughs>
1: come on i'll tell
2: you something i'll tell you something too about this
3: listen to his home run totals okay so he comes we'll just we'll just say the end like from 2010 on so 29 home runs in 2010 28 2011 33 27 14 so he's over 30 he's starting to fall off 21 2015 and then 39 in 2016 so i feel like that's the time for him. that to me that screams that he was doing something estranged
1: it's not even the same. you don't one. just all of a
3: sudden hit 40 home runs
2: no he started he started he started swinging up man come on now.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think it, it really says something it wasn't the same one he didn't get it caught taking the the same one that he did the first time. And I I can't pronounce it to save my life, but it's the the drug that ends in LOL, Stanzolol, I think it's called. It's the LOL. Every time you read it in the news report, it's just hilarious to me. Every steroid
2: Um, ever ends in LOL. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Hydroxorol.
1: Haha, LOL. You got caught. Um, (laughs) So he he knew what he was doing. I I don't think we can say he didn't. It's just, I liked Robbie Cano. And I remember being in the stadium in, in 2010 when everybody would chant mvp when he came up to bat and and damn you know the first time was like maybe i could forgive you i don't know maybe but this is just like man you're dead to me really
0: (laughs) i mean i think it also shows kind of his character you know this big baseball player and you know it's the you know, first time, shame on me. Second time, you know, shame right. on you. You're caught, get out. <laughs> like I, you said, you're dead to me. Well, that's why so, I, just go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. I mean, Alex. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, well, that's why I respect Melky. Like when he got pop, it's like, yeah. Like it's like I did it. I yeah, like I, I <laughs> like I I one hundred percent respect that. Like get your contract, get paid. If you know, that's life changing money. If you can mm-hmm. take care of your family. And that's, and, and your opinion, like that's going to send you over the top. And clearly it did for him. Like, you know, who, who am I to judge? Cause that, that situation has ever been presented to me, but like the, the fact that you like kind of a, like saying, like, if you post something on, on Twitter, that's clearly like an accidental post and you say, Oh, my phone was hacked. Like,
0: <laughs> that, like yeah, Oh, yeah.
2: just, just they, they got on there and they just posted that one link to, to Pornhub. Like,
0: <laughs> right. Right. This reminds me of Kim Kardashian, that big uh, thing last year where she posted a picture to Instagram of I don't know something Kim Kardashian e, and she's like, oh my daughter accidentally posted oh, this. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, You're like, yeah. you're lying.
1: Yeah, whatever. whatever.
0: <laughs> like blame your kid. So, okay.
1: Am, am I? They haven't changed anything overnight. and I missed it. The third violation is a lifetime ban, still correct?
2: That's that as far, as, far as, as, know. as I yeah, as far as I okay. know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, I, I really
1: don't... liked him. My mother doesn't really like baseball. She doesn't follow baseball a lot, but she really liked when he'd come to bat. He and just then,
2: had it, a good smile. I just, right, yeah, pretty much,
1: probably right. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's sad when you you know these these people you look up to when you're growing up and find out like man they're just as human as we are.
2: Never meet your heroes. Yeah. Right. Or...
3: Yeah. No, will let I... him play three more years guaranteed
0: you think <laughs> I mean,
1: opening the money they own the money i just hope they they
2: three hole 2022 watch out robbie Kino's coming
1: for you <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is for, and I, I i have no idea what the, his relationship is with his father but when his father would throw the the uh pitches during the home run derby and the the relationship they seem to have, at least on television seem to have afterwards I can't imagine looking my father in the eye after the first time, after the second time. Like, just forget it. I'm not coming home. Like, it's. I
0: don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it's just me, but I think that the players who really enjoy playing the game don't mess with that stuff. But it's the players who only care about the money, who only want that big payday, who will dabble in that because it, they know that it might, in the long term, get to more of a payday. Do you guys agree? Do you think they do it really ultimately for the money?
1: Yeah. I've, go ahead.
2: I was going to say this, this subject kind of hits personally for me because I mean, being, being in a locker room, admittedly, like, like I said, I was, you know, I was a nobody. I was a, I, like topped out at low A, but you get to see kind of the different backgrounds of players, especially from different countries, the Dominican, Cuba, you know, uh, Puerto Rico, like, like, speaking with them, they have, when they are 12, like they choose, do I play baseball or do I go to school? Like, there's no, there's no one or the other. So like picture that you're put in that position. You, you literally, if you sign for, you know, if you sign for big money, you, your, your family is set forever. Like, and you're considered, you're considered, you know, you're, you're, you're the King, like, like, can you imagine being, being put in that spot when you're, when you're a kid, like 16, 17 years old and then, and then once you start, you're not going to stop because you, you know, cause you know, what if, what if that's all it is, you know, like what if, what if I, I get to the show and then, and then I stop and then my performance, you know what I mean? Like there's all, there's never, once you start it, you're not going to stop until you get caught. And once you get caught, you're probably not going to stop because, or, you know, cause you see what pe- what happens to people when they do stop their performance goes downhill and so, you know, like, like you have this choice and I'm not saying it's the right choice, but I'm just saying like, it's like, it is literally a life changer for these, for these kids. And, and, oh. Oh, go ahead. Got, no, I was going to say, and, and so I think we have to remember, like we, when we're thinking, when we, when we look at these guys that, that get caught, we just have to remember you know, the situation, there's always context. So it's never just like, he's a bad person. It's about the money or, or he's a saint. He, he, you know, he, he never got caught. Like there's, there's always, there's always gray. So I think we just have to keep that in mind before we, before we, you know, just throw him to the wolves.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, that's a fair point. And, and like I said earlier, I, I've never been in that situation. So it's very easy for me to sit in this chair and, and judge them for it. But I haven't been in that situation in Panama. Uh, when people come up to me and they find out I'm American and I moved, you know, came from New York, they're like, Mariano Rivera, Mariano Rivera. Like they're like national heroes, you know, in, in some of these places. And I, that's a pressure I can't ever imagine. So it's easy for me to judge, but I'm not in their shoes.
0: Let's bring it back to the Yankees. So DJ Lemahieu, do you guys think he's worth the 20 plus million dollars that they're putting up for him?
1: So, when I did my, you know, the, the starting nine for the Yankees, I actually went through and, and figured out what I would pay LeMahieu and what i pay Real Mito. And I'd give uh, LeMahieu, you know, um, it's a four-year, $22 million a year contract, so $88 million. And the, the qualifying offer was 18-point-something. And if you turn that down, I don't think, unless you get to, like, April, I don't think you're going to sign him for less than a qualifying offer. So I just said 22. I think you'd be able to get him. What do you guys think?
2: I mean, i I mean, just looking through like comparable, comparable contracts. I, I I mean, I think, I think that's on the steep end in terms of, in terms of what he's worth. Um, And, and I mean, it's, it's been proven that free agency is, is the most is the, or is the least efficient way to, to sign and and get players. Um, I, I would let him test free agency and and kind of i would i would hold off on on negotiations just because it's it you know the yankees do have a good farm system they they starting i mean starting pitching i would i would i would rather put that money towards towards a bauer um or or a you know or a snell if that you know a couple years down the road uh but but if, 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 you know, if no other opportunities presented itself, then I would, I would entertain the idea, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, you know, hasty to, to be like, we'll, we'll pay you, you know, any, any team, you know, whatever they, whatever they pay you will match it or, or, you know, or, or increase it because it's, it's just the, it's just not an efficient way to, to maintain talent. And, and so you see, you know, you see teams every year they pay for, they pay, you know, an X amount of money for, the first two years of a, of a five-year deal, like a, like a I mean, what seven, seven, eight years ago with the Mariners, with the Canoe, like, and I'm not saying that he would get that deal, but, but still you, I mean, free agency is, is not a crapshoot, but it, but it never, it almost never works out in, in favor of the team long-term. So I think let them, let them test the waters and, and, you know, look, just just kind of just kind of let let the let the cards fall where they may and then and then see see where he's at
3: i would probably uh try to build something creative where there would be two years set out in stone and then um put some performance um bonuses on there so that he could get to 24 million but his base salary is not that so like his base salary would be like 18 or 19 million and then he could earn up to 24 and then on the back end do something with player or team options like they did with uh, stanton's contract obviously not the same length but something like that because you don't want to be paying a 39 year old 20 plus million dollars a year when you know at the end of his career so because he's like what 33 now or 31 let's see here let me pull that up but he yeah he's not he's not a spring chicken. Spring t- <laughs> anymore.
2: Well, and he I and, thought he was 30. <laughs> I mean, and okay, and, he's go ahead. Oh, go, go go ahead. I was going to say, and, and I think, I think Yankee stadium has been mutually beneficial for, for LeMahieu, like wherever he's played Colorado or, or New York, like, you know, he, it's been a very hitter friendly park. And I'm, and I'm not saying that it's, you know, that that has been what's caused his success because he's obviously a stud, but, I think some teams will be a little more hesitant and there's always going to be that one or, you know, the one or two teams. That's like, Oh, we're one piece away when, you know, when their fan base is like, for the love of God, do not sign him. But some some GMs going to try and save their job and give him a big deal. And so I think you're that's, that's what you're going to have to contend with. And, and, you know, and if, if that's what, if that's what, you know, sends them out of there, then that's what you kind of have to deal with and that's what free agency is. But, but I think, um, you know, if people are smarter on the league, they, I don't know if he's going to get that much money, but from the Yankees, I'm, I'm waiting and seeing. Yeah. And I think that,
3: uh, you know, you got to basically tell, like you're saying, you got to say it's a benefit for you and us, not just a benefit for, 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 uh, you know, like if you sign with us, you're going to continue to put up these type of numbers here. If you go somewhere else, you're going to have to, figure out how to function there I think that probably he wouldn't have been as well renowned if he would have stayed in Colorado and we wouldn't be even in this position if he stayed in Colorado so he has to think about that
2: well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of selling point of New York. I mean, it, depending on, I don't know how, how he feels about the media coverage. He may he might hate the media. And if he does, then, you know, but, but, you know, it seems like he, he handles the New York media pretty well. And, um, and if he, if he enjoys being there, then I think you can, you can use that to your advantage and sell him on that as opposed to, you know, saying like, yeah, you might get, you might get 25, 26 a year, but if you're, you know, in, What's a, you know, if you're Tampa, let's say if Tampa, you know, Tam, if you're in Tampa, you're going to be putting all these numbers up and, and nobody's going to care, you know?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I changed my answer looking at next year's free agent class. Maybe I say you save that $20 million or the $22 million a year. There's some big names on next year's class.
3: Yeah, I mean, but he could really go on.
1: Cindergaard, Kershaw, Scherzer, Verlander, Grinke, Lance Lynn, uh, okay. Chris Bryant, Kyle Seager, the dot they have a club option on him. That's a lot of talent out there next year.
2: But I mean, have half those names, like, I mean, Verlander, you never know what you're going to get because he's, I mean, he, he's just the angels wonder. So, you know, you keep expecting him to fall off, but he just keeps, keeps doing it. Kershaw. I don't think, I mean, the, the back issue, like that's, that's a, that that worries me if i'm if i'm you know signing kershaw um granky not gonna get not gonna get paid who uh what were the other names on there
1: uh max scherzer uh
2: scherzer. Oh, Lynn,
1: yeah. dylan bundy um, <laughs> i mean if you want a reunion Castro is a, a free agent next year too Sure. I mean, I think, I think uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a you know a hallmark movie moment. That's uh, Kyle Seeger. That's
2: the emotional GM coming out, and you're like, well, I, he was he was pretty fun. To I don't watch. know. We could
1: bring. Uh, I, I look at him, and I always thought he looked like my cousin. So I was like, okay, come on, you know, come back home. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you save the money for next year. I mean, maybe all these guys come off the board, you know, in, during the season or somebody blows their elbow, but.
2: I think, I mean, I think Syndergaard, Syndergaard and Scherzer are the two, obviously the two, the two big names. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you could, you could definitely save that for, for one of those two, but also you got, you know, if they're going to, if they're going to go for a Bauer or, or, you know, try to try to make a good offer for Snell, which I do think, I mean, I, I think they should because you, you can never have too much elite starting pitching. Like, the Yankees are always going to put up put up runs. So I think if you can if you can get some you know get some horses you know in in the rotation, like go for it. Um, but you just gotta you know pick and choose. Would you, would you rather would you rather get a get a Scherzer who's a little bit older or or you know Bauer or Guard's always a little bit of a question mark for the health, even though. I'm pretty sure that's just because he's, you know, been, been with the been with the Mets. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, kind of pick, pick where you want to, where you want to allocate those funds.
0: I think we should move on to (laughs) our last topic here of the day. Um, It's a fun one. I think we all, everybody enjoys a good rivalry. Um this one could be brewing out in Southern California, the Dodgers and the Padres. I mean, they've never really been mentioned in the same conversation, but I think recently the Padres are really showing up. Could this be the long-awaited Southern California rivalry we've all been waiting for or do you think it'll come and go pretty quickly?
2: I'm I'm excited. I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I love the kind of like the narrative that's going to start to brew that like the Padres are like the, you know, they already, we already saw it last year with the Rangers, like, Oh, the unwritten rules. And I just love how freaking Tatis the next game stole third with like a 10 run lead. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, I love, I love that. And then you got Machado on there already who, you know, doesn't mind, doesn't mind ruffling some feathers. And then the narrative on the Dodgers is everybody like the Dodgers are probably one of the most beloved, like, <laughs> like, teams that buys all their talent you know what i mean like because everybody's like oh poor dodgers like the astros like thank (laughs) you good for them you know good good for them dave roberts like nice guy nice guy of the year every year so i'm just excited to kind of see down the road you know i mean it hasn't really started yet but you know something's gonna happen somebody's gonna you know get a little get a little butt hurt and then um and then the fireworks are gonna start and i am i'm very excited to see where that goes the next couple years what about you, Alex?
1: I'm excited for it. Um, I, I think I agree with your comment that, you know, the Dodgers are much beloved. Uh, they're basically the National League Yankees, but they don't catch flack for spending so much money. I, I think there's a, there's a good rivalry brewing with the Padres. I think, you know, they're actually starting to, for the first time in a while, field good teams that, that can make, a, you know, a meaningful run. So I think it'll be exciting I don't, you know, the Giants aren't in a position to do anything similar to try to keep that rivalry, and it's not like the Dodgers fans and the Giants fans get along anyway, so I'm excited to see what it ends up, you know, coming along with Southern California, you know, the Padres and and the Dodgers.
3: Same. Yeah, I I always thought the Padres in the 90s and 80s with Gwyn were, like, great, and so it's it's exciting to see them good again. Um, The Dodgers, on the other hand, I think that I don't know. I think that they are like artists at figuring out how to choke. So I think this year was like their <laughs> reprieve. So I think that the Padres probably are going to hopefully seize that, you know, seize what they've been doing. But I don't know. I don't know. The Dodgers are also like the regular season all-stars. They, every regular season, they're like best record. And then they get to the playoffs and they're like, what, what how do we do this? Uh, so, really, uh, I don't back, know about like, that. The last I, few
1: years. <laughs> i mean you know the trash can in the astros dugout kind of did them over so i was
2: gonna say was it like three out of four years back to the world series like something something along those lines i don't know about choking in the playoffs is the right word but uh
3: i mean they had leads in all those games that they lost
2: to who they lose the red Red Sox (laughs) and the astros (laughs) they haven't been in the news for anything lately have they
1: no. Who the Red Sox
2: and the Astros? With
1: the Astros, no, not at all. No, not just, nothing to do with times yeah, or anything.
2: They're just, just the,
3: you know, like a high, high quality, high integrity.
1: Just spoken like a true Yankees fan. Yeah, I was gonna say, just
2: everybody <laughs> thank their lucky stars we have such a morally, morally superior organization like the New York Yankees <laughs> watching over us at night.
0: <laughs> 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 <Yeah. sighs> Well, I we'll think see. we have time to hit this one last topic really quickly. Okay, MLB Hall of Fame. If you could have one player being inducted, who would it be and why? Alex, go.
1: Oh, man. One player?
0: Yeah, one player. Oh, I mean.
1: God. Of uh, the, the ballot right now or are we talking in general?
0: Um, on the ballot right now, yeah.
1: I looked at that ballot and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know that I think that anybody deserves to go.
0: Really I, I coming know. from I, I don't you. know.
1: I, I don't know. Like I looked at it and it was I, I looked at the names, especially the ones for the first year of this year. I looked at them and like AJ Burnett, like that was a terrible, anxious, anxious 2009 World Series with, with which AJ Burnett was gonna show up. I, I just saw the, the names, the things that I remember them for, like Latroy Hawkins doesn't wear a cup and got hit in the nuts, like <laughs> and wouldn't wear a cup afterwards. Like and, you know, Dan Horan. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I know him more for his Twitter than I do for anything he did on field. I, Aaron, from, just a hint. Just Aaron, up. thank you. Yes, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I was going to get it wrong. That's my problem is that I looked at this year's class and I was like, there's nobody here that I think I would vote for.
0: Drew, what about Maybe you?
1: Mr. Ramirez, but that's it.
3: I got the skill in because if like, I just look at his body of work and how well, he exemplifies the shortstop position. I think you have to put him in there. I just, okay. I mean, you look at Ozzie Smith and him. I mean, I think that there's not too many people that come close to play in that position like that.
0: Levi, what, what about, about
3: you? Peter says otherwise.
2: Uh, Barry, I mean, he's a good bat. Yeah. <laughs> Barry all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. I mean, <laughs>
1: you're serious about this, aren't
2: you? I'm de- 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 I mean, ba- I mean, to, to get up to get up on uh on a little on a little soapbox for a minute the hall of fame is is a record of the baseball history right i yeah. mean that's the best of the best mm-hmm. and if you're kidding yourself if you don't think everybody in the in the 90s and the early 2000s wasn't taking exactly what barry was like
1: so so what what about clement's or you know uh i don't think he's Sosa's on this though so what about sosa
2: I mean, if Sosa was as a good a hitter as Barry, then yeah, I would say I would say get him in there. But Clem Clemens, yes. Um, but but I mean the dude the dude you cannot make an argument that he is not the greatest hitter of all time. Steroids are not like it it takes talent to more than it takes more than talent to do to do what he did. And and you've seen guys that you've never heard I mean, clear guys that are clearly juiced that that did not do anything what Barry, like anything close to what barry did so and and, and like i said the 90s like that that was baseball and it saved and it saved the game so i i think i think you know he might he might be a dick he might be you know whatever whatever you want to say about him but he the dude belongs in the hall of fame same i mean and obviously pete rose too but that's another another conversation oh,
1: i might cut some slack on pete rose um but let me ask you this and, and not to hijack a conversation but so okay Altuve or or Carlos Correa or um George Springer these guys would you put them if if their numbers hold up would you put them in
2: yeah if their numbers hold up if if Altuve if Altuve came back and hit not even what you know not not the 320 310 what he was doing with that many pops but if it 280 with you know if he consistently does that then then you know it I yeah I mean he they're they're still they're still amazing baseball players I'm not I I don't agree with what they did I don't agree with what Barry did you know assuming that he took steroids you know innocent until proven guilty Alex you're a lawyer let's go come on show some show some <laughs> integrity uh, <laughs> That's uh, fired. Yeah, I don't know but, to me uh, all the
1: evidence says he did it so I don't know uh,
2: but all the I mean so so but if, I mean if you,
1: you could we we convict people without confessions all the time <laughs> or, or positive tests all the time it's just you know
2: i mean but i mean but so but and i'm not saying that he didn't or did do it but i'm just saying you see i mean and even you, you said cano you said you thought he had a chance after testing positive
1: i if the,
2: and cano uh, objectively,
1: is not no no hang on objectively speaking I, I thought he had a chance i wouldn't have voted for him but i think he had a chance
2: okay and, and that's where pers- like his, pers- his personal personally I wouldn't I wouldn't do you know do the- what he did or do what the Astros did, but it's a record of baseball history. He is he is without a doubt the greatest hitter of all time. Get, get him in the hall.
3: I, yeah, I don't think that I don't think withholding the Hall of Fame is the way to punish stuff at all. I think that the stats show that he's a Hall of famer. Clemens is a Hall of Famer. Manny Ramirez is a Hall of fam- I think all these people just put them in, deal with them when they were playing the game. You missed it. You missed it. That's
1: so you, you think, feel. just accept that that was the time. That was what they did at the time. And and if they have better stats than everybody else, then put them in.
3: Yeah. I mean, you can't undo history.
1: No, that's fair. I, I'm just making sure I understood what you said.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just, because I I don't know. I if I was to if I had a kid that I wanted to show Cooperstown to, then I'd have to go explain to them. Blake there's also these other players that are really good. Yeah, but then they're you not gotta here. That's, that, I like that.
2: <laughs> Literally, just <laughs> then you, one big asterisk in the town next to Cooperstown with all those players.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but in the same light, you're walking through Cooperstown with your kid, and then you got to explain to them what they did also. So.
2: That's a, that's a good life lesson. Say, hey, son, a lot of people do some shady stuff and get ahead, and that's life.
1: True.
2: Fair. And, I, I mean, don't know that's that. Actually fair. I <laughs> well, that. I
1: won't argue with that. Well, I think,
3: answer. too, you got to think that the people, didn't not, there's nothing that says they didn't do anything. It's
1: just they didn't get caught. That was Sosa's answer. The last time I saw that he was asked that question, it, did you <laughs> take steroids? His answer was, well, I didn't test positive. So. After
2: he said he didn't speak English. <laughs>
1: it might have been the same interview yeah um
0: I think it I think it boils down to don't do drugs kids (laughs) and you'll have (laughs) (laughs) dare you know
1: (laughs) just say no clear clear.
0: (laughs) and on that note I think we will go ahead and wrap up this episode thank you guys for listening in thank you to my host for the good conversation and we'll see you next time Bye bye bye